Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I'm on this flight the other day, Southwest, SoCal to NorCal, and uh, this happens. Right? This is way better than the canned video they play sometimes. Although, this is Southwest, so no screens. They've got to do something in person. But it gets me thinking about the job, because this seems fun. What is being a flight attendant actually like? Do they always know where they're going? Do they have tips and tricks for us, because they fly so much? Do they nap on the really long flights? I've got questions. Do you like the theme music? My name's Mike Simpson, asking the questions on I've Got Questions. Backstory here real quick. I do the news on the radio every weekday, but here I'd like to get to the rest of the stuff that I think about. I kind of move through life and I jot it down on my phone in a note as I go along, Google it later, fall down a Wikipedia rabbit hole for six hours. The first episode here, yes, flight crews, because I love to fly. And every time I get on the plane, I know where I'm going, obviously, because I've bought the ticket. But they go way more places than I do. So does it ever get confusing? <laughs> well, sometimes you do have that moment where you wake up in a hotel and you're like, okay, where am I? Say hello to Bella Carter, flight attendant with United Airlines. 30 years she's been doing this. And she tells me that part is important. Seniority. Think of all the different routes out there as parts of a bidding system. As a more senior flight attendant, you kind of can choose where you want to go, um, what flights you actually want to work and what actual planes you want to be on. Um, it can get as detailed as that. So she usually picks Hawaii because it's Hawaii. But if you're lower on the totem pole, the ladder, whatever you'd like to think of it as, sometimes you just get assigned things. You're not sure where you're going to go until it's almost time to go. Hey, you're going to Paris today or hey, you're going to Hawaii today or hey, you're going to Des Moines today. So <laughs> <laughs> it really can be um, anywhere at any time. Yes, I woke up and could land in Paris one day. I could land in Boise, Idaho the next day. Kat Kamalani was a flight attendant for six years, out of the business now, but has lots of inside looks and travel tips on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And she says part of the gig is also being ready for the unexpected. There's a lot of um, reroutes. So I could bid for something. Let's just say I bid for Hawaii and I think I'm going to Hawaii. We could have a big delay and they need us for something else. 
they can, if they want to reroute us and we could do three stops and three legs and have a five hour layover. So how did you pack? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know you always, as a flight attendant, you always have to pack for like a special occasion, meaning like you're going out to a nice dinner, like a little black dress, a swimsuit, a coat, a jacket. You just have to pack for everything and you really learn to adapt. And Bella, what about layovers? How long are they? I know it's different, right? So international, you go for a period of time and you got to come back, you get to see some stuff. And then, you know, if you're doing the triangle from Phoenix to Burbank to Sacramento, you're probably doing that a few times. Right. Flying internationally, you usually do one, what we call legs, one leg out. So for example, flying out of Los Angeles to Australia, usually you're there for about two days. And within that time frame of the 48 hours, you're able to go and see and do pretty much whatever you like. When you're in and you're out so fast, though, does it take you a couple visits to actually feel like you've been somewhere rather than just, okay, I was tired this time, so I crashed at the hotel and then I went out and I got dinner the next time? Yeah, it, it could take about, you know, maybe a whole month of flying that same route to kind of get your footings and be like, okay, I've, I've been here. I, I, I remember seeing that. so it can be very different all right so that's the answer for how and where they go it depends just like everything in life right it depends do they cross paths do you see the same co-workers that also depends you've got a base it can be hundreds of crew members there or thousands depending on which airport you know the city size and with the rotation and hours worked and reroutes and sick days you can constantly be seeing new people on these planes or once you've been at this a while You're on that trip to Ireland with the same gang, and then you all go to the same pub, which sounds really nice. Now that we have that answered, let's go somewhere. So I'm at TSA, and that's my job, right? To get through that line, to get to the airport, and get through that line on time so I don't miss the flight. What do I not know about what you're doing while I'm doing all that? Well, it's an orchestrated dance, if you will. We've already prepped everyone on the crew as to who's responsible for what. So we look on our link and we see that, you know, we're going to Hawaii today, for example, and we see that there are six lap children. Okay, so somebody's responsible for giving out those life vests. That's something that's decided prior to your arrival on the aircraft. And then when I am getting on, there's always somebody there or a couple of you saying hello, helping everybody to find their seats, whatever it is. Is that also more than just a hello? Yeah, there's something that's called ABPs and it's quite crazy. I posted this on my TikTok and it did millions of views and people were just dumbfounded that we do this. So um, when you're coming on, we are looking for people who are wearing dog tags. We're looking for people who are wearing shirts that say military or firefighter. And it's it's ABP, so able-bodied people, right? And it's the old thing, is there a doctor on board? Which you've already looked for the doctor yeah, to see if yeah, you can spot them early on. And you know, a lot of times people were like, well, how do you know I'm a doctor? And it's like, somebody is a traveling nurse. They will be coming off a shift and they will have like a little badge hanging out. All right, so that's some of what they're doing before you even get on the plane and then while you get on the plane trying to shove your bag into the overhead bin because you refuse to check it when you probably should have. But we know what happens next. You get in the seat. You got to buckle up. Your seatbelt should be worn tight and low across the hip. Then they start pointing towards the doors, front and back. We have six emergency exits, two forward, two over wing. We do the in the event of a water landing thing. Use the life vest under your seat. 
And then, if your oxygen mask comes down from the ceiling, put yours on, put your kids on, and then go and help your husband who still can't figure it out. That is also a Southwest joke. Down the runway, up into the air, and we are flying. Let's say we're going far. Long haul. International. Hours and hours and hours. Do you guys get breaks? Yes, we do. Um, anything over eight hours, we have a break. There's a certain part of the aircraft that's designated for that. And it could either be within the main cabin of it, or it could be upstairs or downstairs, depending upon the aircraft configuration. Um, there's something called a crew bunk room. Imagine if you've ever traveled on a train, the bunks that are in a train, that's what's similar to what's on an aircraft up in the bunk room. Okay, this is my favorite thing. So is it kind of weird to crawl in there because it's almost like if it's a double decker, it's kind of in between the floors or it's this area that we don't even know is there. And I guess, you know, you could disappear into the stairwell and we think you're going into a closet or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty well um, hidden. Some people describe them as coffin like. Um, <laughs> I don't think sweet of them dreams, that way. everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think of them that way because I, I'm not a big person. So, I find myself, you know, cozy in it. We have really beautiful first class blankets and pillows, first of all, that we use in them. And we have linen from Saks Fifth Avenue on United that we use in those bunk rooms. So it's very lush and very posh. So I really do get in there and I put my seatbelt on and I put my headphones in and, and with the lull of the turbulence a little bit or the shaking and the movement of that aircraft, I am out. I, I fall asleep pretty quickly. <laughs> See, there um, are perks, right? <laughs> yes. And it's very comfortable. We will go with cocoon instead of coffin. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Cocoon sounds perfect. <laughs> okay. Is there a minor annoyance? I know the beverage cart one is the big one, right? You can see it coming. So why did you get up to go to the bathroom the second we got that in the aisle? Uh, just wait until it passes you by. So that's the classic. But as someone who enjoys the in-flight beverage, do you ever get people like hey, here's how I like my martini. And you're standing there thinking, well, red or white wine? Because that's that's what's on the menu. <laughs> Very much so. Um, I, I love the ones with, oh, do you have goat milk? Mm, <laughs> no, I don't have that. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we've had people do that. And like, people are so specific with their dreams. So like I had a gal order a mimosa once. And she didn't like the ratio I did. So I did it again. And she didn't like that ratio. And so like a lot of times people are so specific and I just think, Hey, at least this isn't frontier. You know, we have, we have drinks <laughs> on board. <laughs> um, but yeah, it says a lot about what people order. You can instantly tell what kind of person they are depending on what kind of drink they order on the aircraft. All right. Uh, tips and tricks. Kat, you've posted about some of these because you've seen a lot of crafty moms and dads and you've come up with some stuff yourself. One of them is if the seat doesn't have the screen, you know, the seatback entertainment, you can take one of those command strips for like hanging stuff at home and then kind of mount the iPad so then the kids have something to watch. Yeah, it is easy to bring a command strip hook or whatever, and you can put the iPad up and um, share it with the kids. Make sure you get a dual port. So if you have two kids, you can just plug it into that iPad and two kids can watch a show at once. The second thing is, is I like to go to the dollar store if you have any children and pick out gifts and wrap them up and every like 30 minutes to an hour, let them open up a present and it's a brand new thing. What about the people who bring 
you gifts because every once in a while i see somebody come through with little gift cards or some sort of candy or cookies or whatever and a lot of the times it's around the holidays but they've got something for the crew and, and they're probably hoping for some kind of special treatment yeah big can of soda if you want it <laughs> especially during the holidays when you're flying a ton and you're away from your family you're missing a lot of events when they bring a five dollar starbucks gift card or they're bringing a little chapstick or a little candy bar or anything like that i promise you every flight attendant knows where you're sitting Every flight attendant is going to ask if you want double the Biscoff cookies. Every flight attendant is going to ask. We love the Biscoff cookies. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they were getting over the top treatment from me. I think I've just got one more. Was this a fun job? Yes, it was a really fun job, especially fun when I was married with my husband the first three years where I would have a flight to Honolulu, Hawaii or Japan and I'd ask him if he want to come and he would just hop on my plane with me and go experience cities in the world that we would never have the opportunity. And Bella, 30 years, the view out the window, does that ever get old? Never. Never ever. And the sight of an airplane going overhead never gets old either. It is a pretty cool job. Plenty more to know, of course, but we're keeping these kind of Biscoff cookie bite-sized, so this is your jumping off point. Go and ask somebody on your next flight what you're curious about. And if you've got other questions, I've got an idea. Email me. And yes, we said earlier you can Google these things. We have the internet, but it's kind of fun to talk to people, so send me ideas. I'll track them down, and we'll put them on. I've got questions at odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. I've got questions at odyssey.com. This show comes from KNX News 97.1 FM in Los Angeles. Very good radio station. You should definitely listen. I'm on in the afternoons. Like, rate, subscribe, give me all the stars, please, and thank you. And uh, we will leave you with the arrival wrap, because they did both when we left Burbank, when we got to Sacramento. We'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 